Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Identity Talk for Educators Live, the show for the unsung heroes of education. I'm your host, Kwame Salfamenta. And if this is your first time viewing the show, thank you for joining us. And we hope that you'll join us for future episodes. But today's episode, people, today's episode is a special one. Usually, I bring in principals, administrators, classroom teachers, community activists on the show to talk about what they're doing in their community. But today, I actually have a student, a high school freshman who's going to come in to talk about her business, the importance of having representation as far as Black history, Latinx history, and Native American history in public schools and just sharing her journey as a young entrepreneur uh, with her business. So without further ado, I want to bring in the founder and CEO of the official I Am Apparel. We have Ms. Jada Huffman join us today. So let's bring her in. Hi. Hello. How are we doing today? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. I have been so pumped up about this episode. Been raving to all my friends, (laughs) chatting up about you, and and just letting them know about just what you're doing, which is just so innovative and and game changing. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) So, before we get into questions, uh, my first question is How are you feeling, and how has the, the past three months been for you as far as the COVID situation? I've been pretty good. I definitely have learned to be grateful and thankful for my situation. And uh, yeah, I just wish the same for everyone else. Same here. It's been tough being at home, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's an opportunity to spend quality time with family and, and catch up with some old friends too um, along mm-hmm. the way. Definitely. So my first question that I ask everybody who comes on is to tell us a little bit about yourself and I know you're not an educator per se. Well, you are an educator because guess what? You're educating folks about historical figures mm-hmm. through your entrepreneur endeavors. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you into the space of wanting to teach people about historical figures in Black, Latinx, Native American history. Well, yeah, my name is Jada Huffman, as you said. I'm a CEO, again, as you said, and aspiring activist. So I definitely am very into history. So in school, I've always been really good at history and I've always been interested in it. But my brother definitely brought me more into the side of Black history and Latinx history because he's always been really interested in that. So I wanted to teach people what he's taught me. And at what point did you catch the history bug? At what point did you just say, you know what? I really love learning about history. I'm mixed. So uh, I definitely like, know like I have like a lot of culture and there's so much that I don't know about myself and I think that learning history has really helped me get to know who I am and my ancestry and everything like that. Absolutely and I'm sure that's a case for many other people of color you and I who are just trying to search for the truth and really just to understand who we are as far as our identity is concerned. Definitely. We'll definitely talk more about that later on the show 
But I want to really focus on the entrepreneurial piece because that's something that you don't really see a whole lot of young people doing. Well, now it's growing with some people in Hollywood. They're starting to start their own studios and just a few names that come to mind. Marley Diaz with the Thousand Books Initiative and Trini Simone with her Black Vibe Tribe Initiative. And there are many other young people who are taking the reins and just saying, you know what? I want to start something that's going to impact a lot of people. Like I want to be a business person. So I want to ask you, at what moment did you decide that you wanted to get into business and be an entrepreneur? So growing up, I grew up with my single father and he worked two full-time jobs. So he couldn't really hang out with us a lot. And he was always busy working and he was working really hard with like little return. So I just wanted to find a way where I could do something I'm passionate about. And I actually enjoy doing, which entrepreneurship happened to be something I actually enjoy doing. And what inspired you to start the official I Am Apparel line? And what's the mission of the company? So as I said earlier, my brother is really interested in Black history, Latin history, Native American. He's always been really interested in history. And he would tell me about influential people of color often. But I began to realize that these people weren't being taught in schools and they weren't in my textbooks. And I really just wanted to find a way where students just like me, adults even, could learn about their history and learn that they do come from greatness. And when you realize that students of color at your school were getting history about their own culture, was that something you brought up to maybe a principal or your history teacher? I have talked to my history teacher about Black history and stuff like that. He's a white man. And obviously, we do learn like things Black history. I learned about the Harlem Renaissance, obviously, like slavery and stuff like that. But I also think that the good things that we've done also should be represented in history. And I mean, considering growing up, he didn't really experience that that he might not be able to understand as well. But he wasn't like disrespectful at all. He just really wasn't able to like relate in that aspect. No, um, absolutely. And I know there are a lot of history teachers who want to know more about the history mm -hmm. and they want to learn more. And I think sometimes we just do the research and just ask the right people what some of those facts are and where they can get some resources for it. You know, that's usually the best way to go. Yeah, following the curriculum also, I know teachers have to do that. So it's really hard. Like you have so much to teach and adding in like extra things and things they know and stuff like that could be difficult in a few months of school. You know what I mean? As a math teacher, as someone who's taught for 14 years, I, I can attest to how difficult it is to implement what the students want, but at the same time, stay true to my obligations uh, within mm -hmm. the school district. So it's always a balancing act, but I always try to err on the side of students because if I don't engage my students, they're not going to listen to what I have to say, and I'm not going to be able to teach my lessons. So engagement is definitely key. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking more on the need for history, why is it important for Black, Latinx, Native American, Asian students, just all students of color to be able to learn about their history in school? I believe that when you know you come from greatness, you, you're more inclined to aspire for greatness. And I know seeing like people of color doing and accomplishing amazing things in history have definitely made me want to accomplish amazing things uh, in the future. So they're definitely inspiring. And seeing representation of your own definitely inspires a lot of people. And you know, with that, do you have any other friends who are really into history? I do have a few, like I have one Native American friend. He's extremely into his culture. He goes to powwows and he learns so much about his culture. And a few of my other friends also ask me, because I'm like their history teacher when it comes to uh, people of color. So they definitely have asked me questions. And I feel like every day in school, I was teaching someone new about something, about my knowledge of black history and Latin history and et cetera. 
when I was your age, we learned about black history, but it was always confined to that one month of February where, oh, it's Black History Month. You yeah, know, definitely. Let's, <laughs> let's decorate the bulletin board. Let's put up our favorite heroes, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. It almost felt superficial at times. Yeah. How, it was, how it was done. Yeah, you're repeating the same thing year after year as if that's the only thing uh, people of color have contributed. Right. And my whole thing is, it's one thing to talk about the history of Africans in America, but let's talk about the diaspora. You know, we still have the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's Definitely. talk about what's going on on the actual continent. So my family is from Ghana, West Africa. Mm-hmm. And we think about leaders in the Pan-African movement like Kwame Nkrumah, Patrice Lumumba. Mm-hmm and many others, they played a huge role in fighting for African liberation and showing African pride. And there are so many other leaders that we can speak of. So I I just think there should be a more expansive scope of our history if we're going to be doing it every February, even though I believe it should happen 365 days a year. Definitely. Um, I know some schools offer offer, uh, African-American history as an elective, but it's kind of like saying like African-American history, like not everyone should learn it, like it's not that important. So I definitely think that more African-American history should be implemented into the curriculum. I feel like I kind of learn the same few things every year. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really learn about my history in great depth until I got to college. Yeah. So when I attended college, I actually was an African-American studies minor as well as a math major. So outside of my math courses that were required, I was taking African-American studies courses as electives. Yeah, I really do think that you have to like educate yourself to learn about your own history because there, I really don't see a lot of that given to us just because, you know what I mean? No, and that's very true. And I came from a Pan-Africanist family mm-hmm. who always taught me about my history. And, you know, I listened to music that spoke about my history. Mm-hmm. So I was always raised in that tradition, even though I didn't get the formal education from my elementary, middle or high school. Mm -hmm. I was always getting educated by my brother, educated by parents and and other family members. So it felt more natural to me. Mm -hmm. And and by the time I got to college, I knew I wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. I already had some background knowledge about some of the important figures, but it shouldn't take me until I get to that age, like 18, 19 years old to start learning about my history. And I think that's really my point. I definitely agree. Cause in school, even when I bring up colored history, a lot of people are so surprised. Like they're very like, no, no, not a lot of people are educated on even their own history. And I think it's really important to learn all aspects of history, whether even if you're black, you can learn about Latin history or Native American history if you're Native American. I think it's important for everyone to learn everyone's history to give more um, understanding of their struggles and what they've gone through in history and what they're experiencing now. I couldn't agree with you more. But I do want to go back and talk about just the process of entrepreneurship. So I'm an entrepreneur, but I feel like I'm a late bloomer. I'm still learning as I go Mm -hmm. when it comes to marketing, when it comes to promotions, uh, when it comes to content creation. There are so many aspects that you have to learn. So I want to get your perspective as someone who's actively doing it. What are some of the steps that a young teen or child should take in order to become an entrepreneur? I definitely think that it's really important to build your platforms first. So building an audience on Instagram and Facebook, because you could have the best product in the world, the best website, but if you have no one to sell your product to, then you're not going to make money. So 
I definitely think building an audience, even if you don't have an idea yet, building an audience off of something you're passionate about, because that's always something you can like. You can always in, implement a um, product or a website in the future. Outside of social media, what are some of the ways in which you promote the I Am Apparel line? So we do use Facebook ads and uh, Instagram promotions. We're also getting into YouTube ads now, um, which is something, it's going to be trial and error. We really have to research that and get that running. But um, I definitely think promotions, I know you could do like shout out for shout outs with pages that have like a similar following. What else? You could also agree, like I have a group of friends and we all like like each other's content and like each other's pictures and engage in them because Instagram only shows your posts to 10% of your following. Mm-hmm. So, so if those people start engaging, Instagram will show it to more people and you'll get more engagement on the posts. I honestly didn't even know that. I knew about building the platform and making sure that you support other people's work because engagement is the key. If you want people to come to your page, if you want to bring traffic to your website or your page, you have to engage with people, whether it's liking a post, whether it's responding or commenting on a post, sharing it or retweeting to people. So there's definitely some legwork that has to take place in order to help build that platform. I agree. And another thing um, we also use for official I Am Apparel is influencers. So we hit up um, micro influencers. So they normally have like under 100,000 um, followers. And they're normally like, if you if I send them a shirt, they'll normally give us a shout out and take pictures, um, which is definitely good for our page and our website. So using influencers is always good. Yeah, that's something that I've done with my books because I write books as well. So mm-hmm. I'll just get a free copy to somebody who I know has a large following. Mm-hmm. and you know they'll do a selfie with a book or they'll just give me a shout out and amazingly it brings more traffic to my platforms definitely and yeah. one more thing i wanted to talk about the content we post uh we normally like tag people so i remember in one i did we did a post about um the Dominican Republic and Amara de la Negra, which is an Afro-Latina woman. She has a huge following and she shouted us out. She just put it on her story and that brought huge traffic to our Instagram. So just because we tag them, they will shout us out. Yeah, I've actually tagged a few celebrities for some of the products I've put out there. One celebrity in particular was Killer Mike, the rapper. Mm-hmm. He like run the jewels. Yeah, we follow all of them. Oh, yes. So... I wrote a book about the importance of creating a new normal for urban education. Mm -hmm. And there's a chapter that's dedicated to him. And I tagged the chapter page Mm -hmm. and within three hours on Twitter, he responded, oh, I'm reading it. So you'll never know when you tag celebrities. I mean, they have a lot of people who are tagging them onto things. So if you're lucky, you might be that person who ends up getting a response from them, but it doesn't hurt to try. Definitely. It does not hurt to try. One more thing (laughs) with this question. Uh, When I was talking about the influencers, we use a site called Influencer Marketing Hub. And through Influencer Marketing Hub, you could basically check your influencers engagement. So basically how many people are actually engaging with their content. So the higher the engagement, the higher reach they have. So the more people that are seeing their content, the more people that are engaging, commenting, liking it. So when you're getting a shout out, it's really good to have pages that have high engagement because they'll, they're more likely to check out your page and check out your website too. Right. And I just saw a comment from uh, Miss Gloria Santos about the importance of being able to learn about starting a business. So often, a lot of people who are teaching entrepreneurial classes are Caucasian, yeah. you know, the majority. So to see people who are of the same culture, same background as you, it definitely helps in terms of the connection. 
Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And what role has your family played in your journey as an entrepreneur? So I know you talked about your brother and how he was always giving you nuggets of history from the different cultures, but are there any other family members who have played a huge role in helping you build your business? So yeah, as I said, my brother and also his wife, they're both entrepreneurs. So they've definitely teach me a lot, even on the entrepreneur side, even though my brother's also taught me about history and everything like that. So they have definitely been a huge help to me. And some of my other family has not been as supportive because they're more traditional and like getting a career is more like realistic to them, I guess you could say. But they've definitely been more supportive as my business is growing and as sales are coming in. In West African culture, it's all about becoming a doctor, being a financial person, a business person, because those are the popular professions to get into. So when I told my father that I wanted to go into teaching, mm-hmm. his first response was, that doesn't really give you a whole lot of money. You sure you don't mm-hmm. want to be a financial person? You sure you don't want to be an insurance agent or an actuary or an engineer? Because that pays a lot of money, which is all true. But my, my heart's not into those professions. My heart's into teaching and helping people. Yeah, definitely. Doing doing cool things like what we're doing right now in this conversation. That's where my heart is. So I can definitely understand just the cultural norms and Mm -hmm. how sometimes our elders can be set in their ways. Definitely, because I'm really good at school. Like I've always gotten straight A's. A lot of my family has definitely like figured, oh, I'm going to become a doctor. I'm going to become a lawyer, like something where it's like through education, because I definitely do plan on going to college, but I definitely don't plan on relying on a job, a nine to five to support myself. And I really just wanted to do something I'm passionate about and I enjoy doing. I think sometimes we get caught up in what our parents say, what our friends say, and just naysayers who just don't believe in our dreams and aspirations. And sometimes we let the noise detract us from our path. Definitely. So that's why I have so much respect for you because you know what your vision is, you have a plan, and you know what you want to do in the future. A lot of people haven't figured it out at 13 years old. I know I didn't have it figured out. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah, I honestly think that's totally okay not knowing what you want to do. But rather than thinking about the money and thinking about what your parents think or your friends want to be, I definitely suggest doing what's best for you and what you really want to do with the rest of your life. Oh, uh, for sure. And I'm just seeing all the comments coming in. Uh, Ms. Santos, again, she said to hit her up to bore you with Arido-American and Mesoamerican history. <laughs> Definitely not boring. I will, I'd will. i love to talk to her. Uh, well, there you go, Gloria. She wants to talk to you about the history. So make sure you all connect. <laughs> but let's talk about I am a part on the website. So I'm going to go ahead and flash the website up for our viewers so they can see how cool it is. <laughs> and you can just walk us through the website and the different features and talk to us about the coolest feature about the shirts. <laughs> we, we have to talk about that because that's what really makes it stand out. <laughs> so here we are. So yeah, the pop-up comes up basically just saying to be notified when biographies come out. Underneath it, um, that video from YouTube is basically just explaining my story and how I started it. And it's basically showing that you can scan our shirts through our app. So we created an app available in Google Play Store and Apple App Store, where basically there's a QR code at the very bottom of our shirts, and you could scan it on our app, 
and it'll bring you to like, if let's say the shirt's about Fred Hampton, it'll bring you to a biography video on Fred Hampton. And it's way more in depth than our bios that we do on our Instagram. And right underneath that video is just a bunch of pictures from our Instagram and Facebook, basically just different people wearing our shirts. Now, are, are some of these individuals your family members? Yeah, so um, the one next in the picture of me and my brother, so the second picture, that's mm-hmm. my nephew. And then the fourth picture is my brother. And the other two are um, ones that we use that I talked about before. Definitely uh, using influencers for content and shout outs is definitely something I suggest. Well, you know what? You're doing a pretty good job right now just talking about your vision and then just sharing about how the vision came to life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important as an entrepreneur to be able to give that elevator pitch and just be able to just say, okay, this is what I Am Apparel is. This is what it represents. And this is why it's important for you to get a shirt because it's not just for fashion, it's also to elevate our mind and to build Absolutely. our capacity in terms of our history. Yeah, the biographies you could find. We're using our QR code are my voice and um, we go through hours and hours of recording and putting together the video and editing to make those videos for our customers. So it's definitely more personal than just the video we found off YouTube. And I wanted to click on the shop so people can see the different shirts and merchandise you have available right now. And I know there's more coming, but I just want to just preview some of the merchandise you have. Okay. So the shirts that we have now are Frida Kahlo, Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, and Sitting Bull. So yeah. And every shirt comes, well, every order comes with a free $15 drawstring bag. Now I see the Selena shirt is sold out. Is this Selena the singer or someone else? Yeah, Selena Quintanilla. She's a Latina singer, revolutionary. She's definitely huge in the Latina community. Oh yeah, yeah. I know about Selena. I didn't know her. <laughs> I know about her last name though because she always goes by the first name. Definitely. So, all right, awesome, awesome. And I have some personal requests, but I could just share that with you off air. <laughs> okay. Because there are a lot of cool people, and obviously, it takes time to make the shirts and to create them. But people, please visit the I Am Apparel website. Look how awesome it is. Look at all this merchandise. <laughs> and also, you can get involved. So, so here's a little piece from Jada. Just share with you how you can get involved and, and just what the vision is about. So, so yeah. eventually, my overall goal is to create a little shop where you could buy the shirts and obviously learn about history. So I'd have sections for Native Americans, sections for African Americans. Because um, I know when I go to the city, um, I go to a museum and African-American history is like basically like it's like shoved into a corner. There's not really a lot I learned from it from like about um, African-American history. And I definitely think it's important to have a place where people can learn about their history. We need more of these spaces. Definitely. Throughout the nation and beyond so that people can learn. I agree. Oh, wow. Look at these comments. So this is Teach for the Culture founder Shauna Brown. So that's where I actually discovered you. So you can thank her for having you on the show. If I didn't see you on her page on Instagram, we wouldn't be talking right now. And and that's just a fact. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And then we have a whole lot of the people just showing support here. Mm-hmm. And she described what the shirt looks like. I knew we just did that through the video and other pages. Fire. 
<laughs> Got the fire symbol going on and the hundred symbols. So yeah, lots of love here. Lots of love from our viewers. But this has just been an amazing conversation. And before you do go, I want to first say thank you for coming on. And you are an inspiration to so many people, even for people like myself. Thank you so much. Because what you're doing is powerful and is letting teachers and educators like myself know that if we just give our young people the freedom and the tools to just create something and, and be innovative, awesome things will happen. And I don't think we do that enough in our schools. I definitely agree. So I appreciate you for sharing your vision, sharing your work, and just sharing yourself to the world because um, it's not something that a lot of people do. Thank you for having me. But before you go, so people need to support you, please share your social media handles so that we can continue to follow what you're doing, get updated on any new shirts of revolutionaries that come up and, and everything else. So you could definitely check out our website, as you showed before, Official I Am Apparel. Follow our Instagram and Facebook, which are both official underscore I am underscore apparel. Yeah, and just engage in our content. And we have a lot of history posted. So it's not just us posting shirts. It's also um, content where you could learn about people of color and things we've done. Let's show Jada some love. Let's like her page. Let's share <laughs> this episode with your friends. Share with your family. People need to know what's going on in the communities. Jada, thank you so much. And hopefully we can get you back on the show soon to just talk about some of the other initiatives you're starting up. Of course. All right. So have a great night. You too. Wow. This is definitely going to be one of my favorite episodes. I just love having episodes with students and, and young people. That's what brings energy as a teacher, just being able to see young people be successful before your eyes. So this is what it's all about. Now, before we leave, I do want to, I do have a few announcements that I want to share with you all. So for those who have been following me, I have a quarantine sale for my two books. So the first book is Able to Teach Identity, Eight Lessons That Will Help Define a Teacher in You. If you're a new teacher, if you're an education major who has aspirations of getting into the classroom, this book will transform your practice. It will keep you in the education game for many, many years. This includes lessons of my own experience as a teacher, my own journey, some of my ups and downs, and how I was able to respond to the challenges that I overcame. So if you're someone that's into just building your practice and developing your craft, this is the book for you. And I have my second book, which just came out in March, From an Action to an Action, Creating a New Normal for Urban Educators. And this speaks to what's going on now with COVID-19. We have so many educators, so many young people like Jada who are doing things to transform our communities and to change the way that we think about education. So if you are someone that needs something to add to your library, you have these two books that are on sale. You can get both of them for $25. Now they're both on Amazon, but here's the thing about Amazon. You're not going to get an autographed copy. So the best thing to do is to get it directly from the author himself. And I'll autograph both copies for you, mail them to your personal residence. So if you're someone that would like to purchase a copy, uh, drop your name in the comments, or you can just send me a DM here on Facebook, and I'll be sure to respond to you uh, with other information. Now, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can email me at identitytalkforeducators at gmail.com. And as you can see, we're not just looking for the traditional classroom teacher, we're looking for young people who are making a difference. We're looking for community activists. We're looking for athletic coaches. We're looking for child advocates, 
anybody who's doing something in the education realm that's transforming the community, we want to bring you on the show to share your story and to share your vision to the world. So if you know somebody that fits that description, or maybe you fit that description and you want to just share your story, make sure you reach out to me at adaytalkforeducators at gmail.com. And those are my announcements. And we're about to close another great episode of A Day Talk for Educators Live. My name is Kwame Salfamensa. And wherever you are in the world, I wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And we're going to do this again very soon. Have a good night, people.